So what are we doing? We're, We're doing, doing Danny Phantom. Shall I? Shall oh I my introduce gosh. this? It's the Nickelodeon. Why are we doing Danny tour. Phantom? Oh, you, you <laughs> it's the Nickelodeon Summer Takeover. Womp, womp, oh. womp, womp. Cowabunga! We did this last year, and it was such a hit, and we had so much fun that we decided to bring it back again this summer. Yeah, hell yeah! Disney, oh, Disney, yeah. who? More like Disney sure. Boo. Oh, seriously though, it's when we get to watch these that I'm like, oh yeah, I love Nickelodeon. <laughs> we should have been a Nickelodeon podcast all along. Right. <laughs> all right. First order of business: someone send Lori Geek Charming audio. <laughs> Not me. Uh, it's in the it. doc here at the very top. I have I have a strong suspicion somebody put that in there. She said she was going to do it this morning. Uh, should I? Should I actually do the intro now? Oh yeah, yeah. You we mentioned Nicktoons takeover, right? Yes, we, we did. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, you guys, and welcome to We're Podding This Together, the podcast where we guide you through all of your favorite Nickelodeon shows. Thanks for listening. I'm Sammy. I'm Josh. I'm Indoni. Grab a Ouija board and some teen eggs. Today is the show off of Danny Phantom. Ooh. Danny Fenton is a 14-year-old boy who is pretty average at first until an accident caused him to receive ghost powers. Ooh. Oh. He's having some troubles now, but soon he'll have to battle his first major ghost enemy. When his friend Sam changes the school lunch menu, it's caused it's caused a ghost named the lunch lady to escape from the ghost world. She didn't have a name? Mm-hmm. That's so sad. No, just the lunch lady. No, lunch lady. Anyways, she's called the lunch lady, and she has control over all meats. Not to mention she has mood swings. Oh. Danny was trying to defeat her, but it's not going to be easy because he doesn't know how to use his powers that well, and the mess would get his human side in trouble. <gasps> oh my god, that was like... The title of this episode is Mystery Meat. <laughs> this show always had super clever titles for their episodes. It did, and like good puns and stuff. Yeah, this is a... What's his name? Paul Butchman. Bell, Paul Butch Butchman. Hartman. Butch Hartman. Butch Hartman. Yeah. He <laughs> who like also makes. Hartman. Yeah, so many other cartoons, especially on Nickelodeon. Yeah, he has a YouTube channel, and he like will talk about how he made Danny Phantom and like got things started and where the ideas came from, and it's really cool to look at to just see like his thought process behind making an entire show. I mean, he was real good at it. I love that show. Did you guys watch the show when you were kids? Yes. I remember when it came out, I was in like seventh grade, I think. Yeah, I was definitely on the older and it premiered on in 2004. So I was like in high school. Yeah, it was that it was that age where I felt a little too old to be watching Nicktoons, but also like really loved this show and wasn't ashamed of it. That's fine. It was a really good show. Yeah, it was a good show. And I was like, Danny is so cool. He has like silver gray hair. And his friend is like emo, and I'm like emo is totally in right now. Sam is like a style icon for me, except really that is. I would never be able to emulate her. Never really much liked Tucker. He's kind of a wet blanket. 
Well, I mean, Sam's also kind of a wet blanket. Okay, but Sam's a real cool, like, maybe she's the reason I became vegetarian. Yeah, like, I I was thinking about that in this episode where she's kind of annoying, but also I like her. She's super annoying, but also, like, I agree with her. Yeah, it was yeah. liberal propaganda that totally brainwashed us successfully. <laughs> in a classic, like, cartoon manner, they don't really, like lay all the foundations like you would expect them to in a movie or something at least in the most of the show-offs that we've done for nickelodeon it just starts out right away and like they don't introduce it they don't do like a so here's danny phantom he lives with his parents and they live in this house like it's there and they're already in this world and it's like going yeah they do a really good job of uh, explaining like his backstory in there and in, in the intro song though Oh yeah. yeah, the intro song tells you everything you need to know and then like throughout the episode they drop enough little tidbits of information. So like we find out that it's been a month since the accident and he like can't really control the powers yet. And his sister... Oh, sorry. Oh no, it's just like his sister is reading a therapy book trying to understand how the parents are so weird and like how to raise Danny correctly. God, I wish I was that emotionally mature right now. I know, right? Yeah. I had no desire to psychoanalyze my little brother and <laughs> and the effects my parents were having on him when I was her age. Oh my god! Yeah, but the but to be fair, her parents are pretty crazy. They uh, are believe ghosts are real, and they're hunting them down in a scientific fashion. Okay. But ghosts are real, so they're not that crazy. Just from this episode, I would give them like one of the lowest decom parent ratings d uh, oh, wow yeah well, i think yeah that's fair the enough. fact that the dad just decides that the sister's the one who is it's the ghost. and at least the that ghost. traps for her they're like completely neg- neglectful of their children and like not involved in their lives or just not paying attention to them really they're not paying attention so much at all no not really i bet that they would get hit by a bus if they stepped out in the street they would become a ghost and not realize they're a ghost. They'd be Professor Benz, basically. Oh, this, I mean, everything we're saying pretty much shows in the very first scene where the dad is like, so you want to be ghost hunters? And like Danny's actually fighting ghosts and the friends are getting abducted by these octopus aliens, ghost things. And the dad doesn't even notice. Oh Yeah, I forgot there was like some very strange concepts for ghosts in the show. Who Who was an octopus thing before they died i don't know and i'm pretty sure there was like werewolves later on oh yeah it got it got super weird legit yeah yeah let's get into the episode episode. more (laughs) let's dig it i feel like we've discussed it (laughs) it's not a super long show no but i mean it wasn't like like when we did hair on last year each of those episodes was two 12 minute segments and this one was a full 24 yeah yes that's true it went by really fast though it really did it was like that. I was ready to watch like the whole season in one sitting. Uh, right? Like, I okay, actually, next. I actually fell asleep on, like, I let it play and I fell asleep on the couch, but like, I wasn't fully asleep. I just heard the episodes going in the background in my mind. I was like, oh, yeah, I totally remember that part. <laughs> so I really like in this world how they're not like conventional ghost hunter y people. They're like very scientific and they're like building machines and they have contraptions and portals and like body suits. Oh my <laughs> God. The fucking spandex of this show. 
<laughs> so much spandex. I love the mom in the kitchen who, like, she has, like, a full head covered with giant goggles as she's, like, soldering something together. It's adorable. She's just welding at the kitchen table while Jazz is eating her cereal. Yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot what the mom looked like because so often in the show she just had that hood up. So you never see that she's got, like, a very sensible bob. And she's a redhead. Oh, Yeah. I did forget what she looked like. Yeah. But also this, in this scene, you, you see like, he's also, the dad is not a great husband either. Like he doesn't listen to anybody. She's like, oh, just a few more days and this will be done. He's like, well, it's done. Fantastic. Right. He's very <laughs> aloof. I also love that like they keep inventing, I guess mostly the mom invents things. And then they just decide that they're working inventions, even though they have zero proof that they've done anything at all. So she's like, the ghost finder is done and they use it and it pings on Danny and it obviously works. Like we, the audience know it works. Right. But as far as they know, they have not found a ghost using the ghost finder. But I mean, they're actually really smart. Like they're really good at what they do. They just have no idea. Yeah. Which is so sad. It just seems like real bad. Imagine like your passion in life and you have zero success, like, reverse that. You are very successful at it, but you have no idea. Ooh. That I'm sounds sure so sad. There's many examples of, really, of, like, geniuses who have theorized stuff, and then it wasn't proven until well after they died, which is... Oh, yeah. yeah. It just seems like a really sad existence to, like, like, this is your passion, and you know it's true, like, with all of your heart and soul, and you, you're creating all of these things, and you don't even know that you're right. You don't even know that you're successful. Like the thing you invent is working and you just like luck of the draw, keep turning your back every time a ghost shows up. <laughs> like, oh my like God. Passion though. Yeah. That sounds like real life though. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that might be my life. I love ghosts. I love ghost stories. I believe there is a plane of existence that we can't, or like some sort of something that we haven't scientifically defined. I don't know if they're ghosts or whatever, but I believe in them, but I have never had a paranormal experience myself. And so I just feel like, I, like I'm living vicariously through everybody in their ghost stories. I'm just like, tell me Aww. them. Do That's you want to hear a ghost story? Yes, please. <gasps> they're my favorite. So when I was younger, we moved into a house. It was like this big brick old house. The family that built it like lived there and they had like developed a lot of the town that we lived in because they were um, a building company. When we moved there, they, they, they told us that one of the like the matriarchs of the family had died in the house. Um, and it turns out that the bedroom that I picked was actually the room that she died in. My experience, actually I had two. So one, one night I like woke up and I thought the lights were on downstairs and I was like calling to my mom and dad and I like walked towards the stairs and I definitely heard my dad responding to me from down the stairs and we had an alarm system. So when I got to the bottom of the stairs, the the motion detector went off and just started like the loud blaring alarm. And I like, I was like paralyzed with fear. I remember like crouching down on the staircase with my hands over my ears. And then at one point I like got up the courage to run back up and then into my parents' room. Someone was responding to me from downstairs damn although my dad is convinced he's like no i was in the bedroom i was like no but the lights were on downstairs and someone you know it sounded like you and then another time i like i was like in my parents room and i woke up i was lying on my stomach with my head turned to the side and i like woke up and i remember seeing a face that looked like it was asleep but there was no bed there it was just air space 
there was just like oh. a sleeping form next to me. I was just like, okay, I'm going to go back to sleep now. Bye. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. I'm so jealous. Everybody <laughs> gets these so great experiences. And like the most that has happened to me is a hairdryer turned on once. Oh. <laughs> What about you, Josh? You got any ghost stories? I I don't know. I'll I don't have like direct ghost experiences, but I, I like maybe this is a different form of it. It's less like things moving or lights turning off or flickering, but it's more like feelings or like thinking about something. So like my grandma passed away and she was like a someone everyone in the family connected to, you know? And so years later, people will still be like I was really thinking about her, yes, last night. And this one will be like, that's so weird. I had a dream about her. And then another person will be like, me too. The same night, everyone had the like same kind of dream. And like, it was about my grandma. That's And like, that'll happen all the time. Is she around? Is she like in, that's about all I got. It's like. That's pretty cool though. Yeah. The ghosts in this show are always really like hell bent on destruction, which is a little disappointing to me. I like a friendly ghost or a an understandable ghost. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it was just like they, you know, they're dead and they've latched on to like the biggest part of their life from when they were alive. So she was like, I'm a lunch lady. I care about lunch. She's care about she cares about the menu that has been around for as long as she has and she's also been dead for a while. It seems like So that. when they changed the lunch menu to be ultra recyclable, which whatever that means, ultra recyclable vegetarian. Like, oh, that. Yes. Sammy, can you Sorry. enlighten us? Yes, it's vegetarian food made out of recyclable or it looked more compostable than anything <laughs> real. Yeah. Oh my god. It was like a piece of toast with some alfalfa sprouts on it. Like growing out of it, yeah. Yeah, which probably wouldn't be that bad. It probably wouldn't, but also not great. Put some mustard on it. It didn't look like the vegetarian exposure that I want in this world, right. but I appreciate Sam's efforts nonetheless. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. There should at least be vegetarian options in schools. Oh, of course. Yeah. I'm not saying we should take away all the meat and I'm not saying it should be ultra recyclable. I don't know. This lunch lady was like, she seemed very like 50s conservative. She was lobbied by the meat industry for sure. Oh, of course. Yeah. Good old America. You know, we're doing barbecues in the summertime and she loved in America and American meat. She... uh, just loved her meat. She has a few lines where she's like, you're a growing kid. You need meat. Here's why you can't live off of a vegetarian diet. Like all these horrible things. She was real sweet though. Like she pops out of the portal and she's just like happy. Go lucky. Oh, oh somebody's changed the menu. <laughs> <laughs> Later on, she's like, would you want a cookie, darling? You in the middle of the fight, day. which was so great. She's like trying to kill them and then stops and is like, would you like a cookie? And then they, they're they all just nodding their heads like, yes, I'd like a cookie as though she hasn't just tried to kill them. And she's yeah. like, well, too bad! <laughs> she's trying to kill them like through bad cholesterol. Oh, yeah. maybe. She plays yeah, the long con. She was trying to get them heart disease for sure. There's a lot of fight scenes and basically I forgot that this was like an action-packed cartoon 
Like I yeah. just I kind of forgot that that was the thing. Yeah, you can't really look away or you won't realize what's happening. I kept trying to take notes, but every time I like looked down to write something out, something happened on screen. I'm like, wait, what just happened? Yeah, there's like a lot of power shifts and stuff. Like he's like, he's a ghost. He goes invisible. Invisible. He goes. Is there a word for when you can move through walls? Phasing? Whatever. She like yeah. turns his leg into a little genie tail. There, there was like so much happening. Oh yeah. You kind of see all of his, he's figuring it out too. Like, oh, I can do this. And like, I can fly there and I can like touch my friends and they turn ghosts too. Yeah. It was yeah. so exciting watching the show. And when he got new powers or just developed them better, it was Oh my so gosh. Satisfying. I forgot about that. And I think later on there's like, like super bad boss guys. Yeah, Vlad. Like, I remember he was yeah. the bad, baddest ghost guy of them. Oh. I remember he develops like a banshee shriek power. That one was super cool. You know who's his biggest nemesis throughout the whole show? Who? The box ghost. The box ghost. I forgot about the box ghost. I am the box ghost. Fear oh me. my God. He wanted to be his nemesis so bad. He was I trying know. so hard. Bless him. I think it was more like he wanted to be friends, kind of like the Ice King in Adventure Time. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of fight scenes and and like the central conflict of this one was like the changing menu and Tucker, because he's a dick, tells the lunch lady ghost that Sam is the one who changed Oh my menu. gosh. So, he's like, I can't help but feel responsible for this somehow. And Danny's like, because you told her it was her. Yeah. Then there's the principal as well, who I totally forgot about, who's trying to reprimand Danny and be like, you stole all the meat out of the steak buffet and started like a cafeteria brawl with the mud food. Yeah, and you could have injured our star quarterback. I thought the humor was very clever. Like, oh, yeah, it's good for adults. It's really cute and clever. Uh, It's not super layered like it's all out there like when the football player is like these are the best years of my life and you're ruining it i have nothing to look forward to after this yeah <laughs> you're like <laughs> i thought nope, that was that's... smart humor yeah <laughs> it's all very smart to me the whole show gives off a comic book vibe because like the title sequence not the title sequences the the episode names have like a kablam pow mystery meet with like cool yeah fun and then like the it's just it just feels like a moving comic like yeah like each thing is an individual pain in the comic book and like the lines are really punchy and funny and you know i really enjoy it a lot i love this show yeah the lunch lady goes like takes all of the meats from the teacher's lounge and like becomes a weird meat boss thing (laughs) and i think she ends up like kidnapping their friend sam and Tucker and Danny got in trouble for starting the meat ghost phenomenon and they're trying to do detention. The principal has to leave for whatever reason. Probably to go eat more meat. Probably. And so Danny ghosts himself and Tucker into what looks like the basement or a cellar of some kind. And it's all meat storage. It's all meat storage. The lynch lady's like trying to force Sam to eat meat. Poor Sam, I have been there. <laughs> You've been stuck in a pile of meat with a, a dead woman trying to force meat into your mouth? Yes, and it's real hard. Oh. You can't... 
meat you can't know what it's like prison. to have meat forced into your mouth. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I mean... <clears throat> I am a carnivore, so no, I, I don't know what that would feel like. I just accept the meat willingly. <laughs> <laughs> With open arms and mouth. <laughs> How did we turn Danny Phantom into this? We didn't. Listen, there are so many weird, like, slash fictions of of Danny Phantom online. Oh, definitely. I remember when we did Impossible (laughs) earlier in the year, and I made the mistake, or possibly not mistake, of looking up Kim Possible fan art, and there is some dirty stuff out there, (laughs) let me tell you. I mean, I definitely had a crush on Danny Phantom when I was younger. Uh, I did too, and I still do, and I also had a crush on Sam, and I oh, still yeah. do. Absolutely. Tucker can fuck off, though. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker can fuck off. He's yeah. just a killjoy. He's like, first of all, he's ragging on Sam for being a vegetarian. And it's like, whoa, let her make her own choices. Right. Well, and he's just, I do like his conceited, fabulous attitude, but sometimes it gets to be too much. Um. So, <clears throat> Danny saves them. They're fine, but he's exhausted because... When he uses his ghost powers, like, it just drains all of his energies, you know? Wait, so does this mean he's, like, half dead? Maybe. <laughs> That's a good question. I guess so. Ooh. Also, will he, like, will he never age or die? We don't also know. A good question. Hmm. You know who wouldn't even notice if he didn't get any older? His parents. His parents. Because Sam and Tucker drag his unconscious body back into the house. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, he just took a nap on the way home. And we're going to carry him up to his room. Don't bother asking any questions. Okay, bye. And they're like, it's so good. I'm pretty sure our daughter is a ghost. <laughs> right. And they try to vacuum her up with a ghost vacuum. And it just ends up sucking her hair. I mean, like earlier in the show, it had violently ripped off the dad's hair. So they must have like. toned it down or something because yeah they've been horrible so sam and tucker are both on like opposing sides sam is like okay like we should be able to have ultra vegetarian recyclism in our cafeteria and tucker's like we need meat so of course they both organize rallies for the next day so when they go to school danny is like um how did you guys organize like rallies and protests already I mean, it was impressive. I could see Sam being the type who, in real life, would actually be able to get together a good rally overnight. It was real impressive. Both of them did. Tucker also got his pro-meat agenda out there. I know those type of people, though. They're just like, oh, how could you ever be a vegetarian? It sucks to be you. It's like, well, I chose to be, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, well, more meat for me. I'm like, okay. I know those people as well. Yeah. I encounter them all the time. And then they just like, they like eat the meat all smug, like in your face. Like, oh yes, I'm so jealous. Yeah. Don't worry about how much I eat. Worry much more about how much I'm drinking. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe that's the intervention I should be having. You know who would be concerned about how much water people drink? Who? Jazz. Because she is a good mom figure. She really is. Oh my gosh. She's maybe like a little bit overbearing, but she's, she got the best intentions. I kind of like not having an antagonistic sibling relationship. Yeah. She was super wholesome. Like she's trying to talk to the little goth kid about where his parents are coming from and raising him. <laughs> oh yeah, that was cute. <laughs> she's trying to have like a real moment with him. He's not super into it, but you know, but 
out of nowhere, her parents like throw a net on her. <laughs> oh yeah, she's like, you gotta talk to them. They're not gonna attack you. And then her parents attack her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, geez, they just keep on trying to de-ghost her. Poor they girl. Do. Poor I girl. mean, meanwhile, in the background, Danny is like fighting for his life against the lunch lady. And they keep missing him and like they have their backs turned at the wrong moment. There was a moment where the dad was like, he finally gives up on Jazz being a ghost. And he was like, you're right. I have to admit that ghosts aren't real. I'm going to put this life behind me. And then Danny comes zooming through like right in front of his face too fast for him to notice it's Danny. And just goes like straight through the floor. And he's like, it's a ghost. I never doubted it. (laughs) Not for one minute. (laughs) <laughs> Luckily, the parents had created a like a vacuum sealer. It's like a thermos. Thermos. It's a, yeah. a Fenton thermos. Ooh, to catch ghosties. Yeah. Which like why a thermos? Um, so you can keep them either cold or hot, whatever temperature they're at when you put it in there. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. You, know, <laughs> you want to be humane to the ghosts. Yes. What do they do with the thermoses when they're done? They, um, they like, plug it into the ghost portal, and it sucks the ghost back into there. Ah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. So, but the question is, if they had never made the ghost portal, would ghosts have ever started escaping into the world? Right? Probably, Probably not. not. And Danny would never have become half ghosts. Yeah. Right? So everything is the parents' fault. I was going to say, well, at least Danny's around to fight ghosts, but then it's like, he wouldn't have ghosts to fight if it weren't for that stupid portal, so... Maybe they made life worse for everyone. Maybe. (laughs) I think we're looking too far into this. It's just sad. Yeah. He gets the thermos working by giving it ghost juice, ghost energy. Ooh. He catches the the lunch lady in it. Yay. 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 And then the principal makes them clean up all the meat mess. How much of it do you think Tucker ate? Oh, probably a lot. But there was a little funny line where Sam was like, ew, mystery meat. I don't want to touch that. And then Tucker was like, ew, tofu. I don't want to touch that. Yeah. (laughs) Anything else? I don't know. Do we need to like pad the episode out? What what was your most memorable episode of this show? I seem to remember something about a prom. It's been so long since I've watched it. But like some school dance probably like did danny and sam hook up at some point i think so i think think that's what i'm remembering and i need to rewatch this whole series luckily it's on hulu and that's easy they've got a lot of nickelodeon stuff on hulu i really remember the episode where there was like a werewolf ghost but for some reason he spoke esperanto and that's all i remember he wasn't like evil he was just misunderstood and also literally misunderstood because nobody spoke the language i just like danny's hair and i always wanted silver hair and then that became a thing but then i realized it'd be too much work his hair is pretty great i kind of want to be sam for halloween this year do it (gasps) that'd be cool why why is it too much work to get your hair done silver because like you have to bleach it and then tone it and then just do that and forever. No, I had silver hair. It was sweet. I want to do it again, actually. I'm going to do it again. Sam, you be Sammy. Sammy, you <gasps> be Sam. <laughs> and I'll be Danny Fenton. Yes! But that means I need oh, yay. one. Josh, piece. you have to be fin- um, Tucker. You've got glasses. Oh, I do? <laughs> yes, you have glasses. You have <laughs> I the mean, I guess it. it wouldn't be that hard, yeah. Or you, you could be Jazz. It. We can get you a nice, long, orange wig. 
he could be the mom, <laughs> oh just God. like all tight spandex. The mom, suit. all booty in spandex. I love this. Okay, it's gonna be great. I'm having flashbacks to all the cartoons we did last summer, like Hey Arnold and Rugrats and all that stuff. It Rocket was good. Tower. Rocket that Tower. Was, that was a good summer takeover. It was. It really makes me want to like deep dive into these shows again. Right. It should just be a Nickelodeon show. We're almost done with DCOMs. Well, I think if we do Nickelodeon, we should do every episode. Yeah, of course. So, you know, we'll do, it'll be like a full year of Rugrats. Oh my God. But really, it'd be way longer than that. That show was on for 10 years. Anyways, uh, (laughs) uh, do we have two truths and a goof, anyone? Uh, I looked up some trivia and there's really not a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to like wrap these up. Do you do we rate the episode or do we rate the oh show? Yes. <laughs> well, I guess we're using the episode as representative of the whole show. Uh, lessons learned. I learned that you can dedicate your whole life to something and still be completely oblivious about it. Oh, that's so sad and true. <laughs> I learned that persistence is paramount to passion i learned that you can do anything as long as you have a tight bodysuit and some goggles as long as you look the part yeah it's true yeah fake it till you make it i also learned that this show is some great halloween costume material oh for sure seriously you're gonna look so sick dressed up as sam yes i can't wait uh, ratings? I give this show a 9 out of 10. I agree. 9 out of 10. It's too hard. It's so hard to rate it. I mean, it was super entertaining and 20 minutes flew by so fast yeah. and I wanted to keep watching more. So yes. I'll also give it a 9 out of 10. I guess that wraps up our first episode of the Nickelodeon <laughs> Summer Takeover. I hope we add reggae horns to every episode now. Why would we do that? Because it just seems summery. Can we just keep yours? Oh, okay. All right. Good job, guys. We did the thing. Good job, everyone. I'm going to go eat more food now. Same. I'm going to go eat more meat. I'm not going to eat meat. I'm going to eat my uh, ultra recyclable vegetarian dinner. Bye-bye. 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 Meeting, damn it. There it is. Oh. Danny Pantom. He's going to catch them all because he's Danny Pantom. <laughs>